Hello everyone, it's Liv, your Dungeon Master here once again with her lovely wife Yena. On the last episode, we introduced the four characters she has made and gave you a brief description of them as they arrived on Belkin Isle. The group of individuals made their way to the sedated sloth where they were introduced to the purveyor, Lex, as well as Talia the Wire. The four took on a request from her to gather a stolen item from a group of bandits out in the foothills of Velkin um, in order to receive the information that the four of them have come for about a potential location of a devil fruit. The four made their way to the southwest uh, by their own means, Samuel taking on his own path as he followed the guidance of this otherworldly uh, patron and the trio taking the advice of Otar Havelock, who knows his way around a bandit uh, environment. As they reached the uh, near center of the foothills after a bit of traveling and a bit of learning about Marina in a not-so-appreciative way, um, they discovered three cabins, two of which were completely empty, and the third, which had four men standing above the secret entrance. A brief battle ensued due to Havelock not quite emphasizing his intimidating manner as best he could, and um, having to use brute strength to kind of enter the building... As the four fought through, one of the bandits tried to escape down the secret tunnel to give warning to possibly someone downstairs. Um, and we'll see how that turns out as he was knocked unconscious just as he was headed downstairs, which caused him to roll down the stairs, causing a bit of racket. And that is where we're going to pick up. Marina's uh, scimitar blade cuts through the back of the last bandit. Um, everything seems to go quiet as um, the other three kind of wonder about if anyone noticed the now unconscious bandit rolling down. Um, what do you guys do as you guys sit there kind of like double checking? Um, and then just to remind you, Otar is still kind of in like this enraged, energetic state. Um, so what is, what's going on? We'll go ahead and maintain the same kind of, um, initiative order. So Marina is going to be the first to, uh, continue on. So what is, what's Marina doing? Uh, well, Marina is going to pull out a, a cloth and, uh, wipe her blade and she go, she's going to go. Oh, well, that was fun. Um, so, what is this doohickey we're supposed to get? Okay, so what is Otar doing? Otar is going to uh, violently 
rip his uh, great axe out of the floor and go, how am I supposed to know? She said it would be easy to spot, that we would know it when, it, when we saw it. So, uh, I don't know, maybe it's down there. Okay. It points to the trapdoor. Alrighty, and what does Saito do? Saito, uh, lazily twirls his, uh, quarterstaff. quarterstaff on his fingers and puts, puts it down and then kind of leans sideways on it and goes, he kind of yawns, uh, I don't know, but I could sure use some more of these folks to, to kick around. Okay, and um, what does Samuel do? Is he still the only one outside? Samuel's gonna walk in and kind of survey the area with cold eyes and look at the trap door and he's gonna he's gonna kind of ask his patron to like down there. In, inside his mind, he's... Yeah, and easily enough, the um, the patron kind of like, yeah, he it gives him the obvious, yes, you downstairs, there's nothing up in this room, only place to go. So without saying anything, he's just going to start walking down the stairs. All right, so uh, as he makes his way, go ahead and give me a perception check. 13 plus 1, 14. All right, yeah, so as he's walking down, um, and I'm assuming the other three are, are following him. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, Samuel, where are you going? And uh, Saito, you know, runs after him, and Marina, hey, hey, wait up. Mm -hmm. And Havelock kind of grunts and puts his great axe over his shoulder and babysitting. All right, so in that time, so you know, his rage does wear off. So make sure that that is marked off. Yep. And um, so as they continue down, um, Saito is the first one to hear this as uh, they're kind of like, they come to this door and they hear shuffling behind it. Um, the hallway itself that they found themselves in is only about 10 feet um, deep, but uh, there's not really anything, you know, special about it, it's just a hallway, um, stone walls, uh, there are a few sconces, um, with some small flames to keep everything lit. Uh, all three of, all four of them have to step over the unconscious body as they, uh, proceed forward, and behind the door, again, he hears the shuffling and kind of, uh, and there's a door blocking his way. Alright, um, Samuel is going to gonna close his eyes and he's gonna stick his hands out and he's gonna call on the powers that the patron has given him and in front of him this this dark mass this tentacle is gonna come up from the floor and it's gonna start moving towards the door mm -hmm. and it's 
gently gonna knock on the door. Okay. And so there's a couple raps, and after a moment, nothing happens. He's gonna make. He's gonna make the tentacle. He's gonna have it. Just boom! Bust through the door. Okay, go ahead and make uh, an attack roll with the tentacle. Six. Does it get any pluses? I would assume it would just use your like strength modifier if it's something that you're manifesting. And least spell attacks, so I guess it gets my spell bonus. Okay, cool. So So six plus six twelve. Yeah, so easily enough it like hits the door and it um it like it this being kind of like a rundown type of thing and they they built this entire uh like underground um area from stones that they've been able to recover the doors themselves being what are not the most high quality and so they the the tentacle punches through and it leaves a hole as it as it comes back and um and so now there's a a hole within the door and uh, it's right at where about the the handle was, so it kind of like swings open a bit. What does Samuel do? Uh, he's gonna have the tentacle push the door open and and move in. All right. So as as he opens up the door, uh, he hears the release of two um, crossbows as two crossbow bolts come flying at him. Uh, that is a, tw- a 19 plus 2 for 21, and a 10 plus 2 for 12. Uh, that one does not hit. Okay. The first one does. So, that is, uh, 6 points of damage for the first one. And the other one, you hear, it, it whizzes by him, um, as the first one... Uh, slams him right near his, like, kind of like on the, uh, on the shoulder, um, not, not hitting the artery, but kind of nicking it as blood starts streaming down his shoulder, uh, or down his chest, um, as he's, like, pushed back, and, um, from the inside, uh, you hear this gruff voice kind of go, like, came to the wrong building, kiddos, as, um, as the other three see within this wide open space, this guy in the very far back, big, built, strong looking guy, almost twice the size of Havelock, a uh, smaller kind of mouse-faced uh, um, individual standing next to him with this kind of like cocky smirk um, and people just like maybe, uh, as you guys get a quick glance, maybe seven or eight other just general bandits in the general area, um, all just waiting. Swords, some have swords, some have uh, crossbows drawn, and they are ready. Um, He's gonna, uh, Samuel's gonna point his So finger. before that, um, we're gonna roll for initiative. Okay. Five plus three, eight. 
Okay. So we'll go ahead and do Marina next. Um. Fifteen plus one, sixteen. Okay. And half lock twenty minus one. Okay. Sido sixteen plus four, dirty twenty. Half lock twenty. Mayorna, you said it was 16? Uh, yes. 15 plus 1. Okay. Alrighty, so, um... As Samuel kind of, like, rears back, Saito, um, sees the arrow pass by him, and what is, what is his reaction? Uh, Saito... Um, Saito's gonna go ahead and throw a dart. Okay. Um, at the the big guy. All right. Um, go ahead and uh, and what is the range on that one? Uh, twenty to sixty. All right. So you will be uh throwing that at disadvantage, unless he wants to move up into the room. Because right now he's about 10 feet from the door, uh, actually like 15 because there's there's the three people, the door itself, and then the room itself is about 30 feet wide. Or 30 feet long. He'll... And right now from his perspective, he can see about four people, uh, two on either side of the big guy and the small rat face looking one, and uh, that is all he can make out. Okay. Um. He is actually gonna book it back up the stairs. Okay, so he's going to go ahead and, and book it back up the stairs. Book it back up the stairs, and then hold his action for any enemy that comes up the hatch. Okay, alrighty. Um, to slam it with the quarterstaff or something. Alrighty, and uh, so Havelock, as he's down there, what is his uh, action going to be? Havelock's gonna call Saito a pussy and then throw a javelin, which is 30 feet. So, he's gonna have to move up. Uh. No, uh, he'll have to move into the room to do that, yeah. Yeah, because he was the furthest one back, so. Alright, so he'll go into a rage and then he'll run in. 
and throw his javelin. Alrighty, and who is he throwing that? At the big guy. Alright. Thirteen plus two, fifteen. Alrighty, and that does hit, just barely. So, uh, go ahead and give that, um, attack. Uh, five plus two, since he's in a rage. Alrighty, so he goes ahead and he runs Seven. in and he, he passes by, um, Samuel, who kind of shoves to the side, um, and he releases his, uh, javelin as it kind of, like, hits, uh, it, it slams into the, to the big guy and he kind of, like, catches it and yanks it out and, uh, he gets a big smile on his face and he, you can tell this, this monster of a man is, is ready for a, a good fight, um, the bad guys who, uh, as he like pulls himself out, he's all like, "Get him!" And um, as um, Havelock now kind of like takes a look around, there are the four guys, and then there are four more on either side of him as they come rushing at him. And so these guys are all gonna essentially make a swing at him. And so there is, the first one is three plus two, which is definitely going to miss as he like comes in and, and uh, Havelock kind of just like grabs his arm and like shoves it back at him. The next guy is nine plus two, which isn't going to hit either. And so again, he kind of just like grabs that guy's arm as the third one comes in for a, a, a strike with four plus two and Havelock kind of just like slides that the the second guy's arm and block and parries it with the enemy's sword and finally the last guy is 13 plus 2 for 15 yes all right and so as he's like parrying that guy the last guy comes in and makes a slice with his sword and that is three points of damage to or cut in half rounded down because he's in a rage so one point of damage to havelock um and the rat face guy is going to um, go ahead and uh, look up to the bad guy, and he's the bad guy is going to be like, take care of the other one. And you'll see him as he starts running at Havelock about five feet from him. He just and disappears as he you hear a and five feet behind all of you, he reappears and he's looking up at Saido who is kind of like wait, trying to like wait there, wait for someone to come in. And he has like a kind of a, he has that smile. So he goes, hee 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 hee. And he starts preparing something. Um, the big guy doesn't move. He's waiting. Um, what does Marina do? Marina is, um, she will turn around and, does she see this rat-faced guy? Mm, yes, she is, he is still inside that area. She's going to turn around and attack him with her scimitar. So he is too far away. He's, he's like outside of melee range for, from everyone. 
So she would have to like run up to him. Yeah, she'll okay. she'll run over and attack him. So go ahead and make an attack roll. Nine plus three. Twelve. So, um, as she kind of like turns around and like starts doing these cool like uh sword da- sword dancer motions, uh, he is still looking behind him in that moment, and he kind of like slides out of the way and uh, kind of like holds his hand up and goes. No, no, no. And um, we are going to move on to Samuel's turn, who is, I believe, really wounded, considering you guys are all first level. <laughs> and he wasn't able to get off his hellish rebuke. Uh, no, he wasn't. Um, He's gonna go ahead and toll the dead. Uh, no, he's going to. Uh, he will. Sh- Short bow. Um, is he close enough? Can he run over to the rat face guy? Yeah, he can run over to him. Okay, he's gonna run over to the rat face guy, and he'll no. He's gonna stay put. He's gonna draw out his short bow and shoot at, at the, who? At the rat face guy. Okay. That's 12 plus 5. Okay, definitely hits. Okay. That is 2 plus 3, 5. Okay, so he pulls back his short bow and uh, it takes a moment for him to like kind of refocus himself um, as he's, he's, you know, starting to lose a bit of, of blood here and he releases his short bow and it slams into uh, the rat face guy's arm as he like winces in pain. Um, and then, bonus action, um, he's going to move the tentacle. Okay. Um, and he's going to, let's see. So I can move it 60 feet. Um, I can move it up to 30 feet and repeat the attack. So, um... Was the rat creature within 30 feet of the door? Right well, now? he's just a rat-faced guy, yeah, not a creature. creature. That's real rude. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> way, to, way to hurt a guy's ego for no reason. <laughs> Is a rat-faced guy within 30 feet of the door? Easily, yes. Okay. The tentacle's going to turn around and go and attack the guy with um, cold damage. It's going to wrap around him. And strike at him. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. Uh, five plus three, six, I believe. Yeah, so, um, as the kind of the tentacle kind of makes his way, um, over to him, you see, uh, the rat-faced guy's eyes kind of flare with, um, this, like, um, gray-like energy, and he just kind of, like, 
steps out of the way as it kind of whaps at him and it completely misses him. Um, Saito now up there, he's waiting since there was no one uh, for him. He burns his attack. Um, it is now his turn again. What is he doing? All right. Uh, Saito, um, can he see the rat face guy down at the... Yeah, easily. All right. He's going to run in and he's going to um, try to whack that guy with his quarterstaff. Okay, go ahead and... That's 16 plus 6, 22. Definitely hits. And that's... That is 6 plus 4, 10 points of damage. Okay. Uh, as he comes down with the, the quarterstaff, the rat face guy, like... As he's trying to, like, move uh, out of the way of the tentacle, he feels the impact of the quarterstaff strike him in his side, and um, he, like, uh, he pins it onto his arm, under his arm for a moment, and he looks back and goes, you're not scared anymore now that there's three of you on me. And uh, he, uh, that's whenever he pulls it back. What is Havelock doing? Um, Havelock, seeing that there are so many people, um, he can't really get away, um, he knows this is the moment that he's just gonna have to man up. Um, All right, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? He's going to go as the big guy. Is he further in the room? If Havelock tries to make it to the big guy, he is going to incur four opportunity attacks. Okay. Actually, yeah, four. Because the other two guys who are in the back are just out of out of that range. Okay, and if he takes a step back through the door. All four get an opportunity. All four get an Yeah, yeah right. basically as as the door swung open, um, it went hit the back of the wall and now there are four guys on top of him. He's in between all four. There is a straight path forward, but he will incur four opportunity attacks um, if he tries to move backwards or forwards. All right, he's gonna go ahead and great axe the guy to his left. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. 19 plus two. Definitely hits. Mm -hmm. 10 plus two, 12. All righty, so as he, uh, as he sees the kind of situation that he's in, he grits his teeth and he just uh, grips his uh, great axe in both hands as he releases um, uh, the the um, the sword from from the guy. And he turns and 
brings his great axe down to the person directly to his uh, right, and it chops right down his shoulder, and you see just this immense pain and shock flood through that guy as he, like, kind of, like, falls unconscious um, on the guy, and the other three kind of, like, look, take a step back and realize this is not just, like, some pushover uh, that they can easily take on. They're going to have to start hitting a lot harder. Um, and is that the end of his turn? He's going to shout out, I am Otar Havelock, son of Iron Fist Havelock. I will surpass him. Okay. Uh, so now it's the baddies' turn. The two with uh, the short bows um, kind of like they, they feel that the three-on-one is pretty good. And um, they're going to aim past him, shooting down the hallway uh, as they move a little bit closer, uh, kind of in line so they can get a clear shot as uh, they aim for, um, one is going to aim for Samuel, the other one's going to aim for Marina. The one that uh, is aiming for uh, Marina is a two plus two, so that's a four. Goes right past her, goes right past everyone. Down the hallway, they hear, Hey, aim better, morons! As the rat-faced guy almost gets hit by the arrow. Unfortunately for Samuel, that guy got a natural 20. Plus 2. So, as uh, the arrow flies out, he um, that is uh, 7 points of damage. Is he down? Yes. All right. So, as we discussed, um, we are going to be doing a special type of uh, lingering damage roll and death saves. So, this is going to be the first time that we do it, and this is I'm going to explain it as we go. So, immediately on Samuel's turn, not right now, um, he is going to roll a d20, and that is going to take us to the... Um, lingering injuries table. We will get to that on his turn. Um, but for right now, he is considered unconscious. Uh, the four, the three remaining baddies are going to... Um, and he can't use a reaction, hellish rebuke. No, he can. Yeah, if he wants to. Okay, he's going to use a hellish rebuke. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um... You have to make a deck save of 14. Okay. That is a 15 on the dice, plus 2. Okay. Okay. So that would be a d10 cut two, in half? 2d10. Two oh, 2d10. Okay. So 14 cut in half. So seven. 7. All right. So as that guy pulls back and releases his arrow, um, as soon as the impact uh, hits the... Uh, just the, the dead center of Havelock's uh, throw uh, a burst of flame in, a, in an identical spot. Actually, no, because uh, it's it's different patron. Um, in this case, um, water kind of erupts from the guy's mouth as uh, he. It's almost as if he's drowning. He can't catch his breath for a moment as he takes that damage of on the inside of his body, almost like he was uh, pulled underwater for a moment and and was physically drowned above above the ground. 
Um, he's not dead, but he is looking pretty hurt. Um, the baddies on the next guy are, and I don't want to lose out on that dice because it's one of my special dice. So, um, two baddies, uh, one baddies down. So, the guys who are fighting Havelock are going to go ahead and uh, strike at him. And we got an 18 plus 2. Yep. So, that one's going to be uh, two points of damage cut in half because he's raging. So, one. A 19 plus 2. Yep. Uh, that is four points of damage cut in half. That's two. And a 9 plus 2, which is 11, which yep. I don't believe hits. Alrighty, and then finally, we are going to have the rat-faced guy um, go ahead, and he's going to uh, see that one guy is down, so he's going to go ahead and, and turn to um, Saito, and he's all like, you're in for a shock, as he reaches out um, with Saito being so close, and he's going to make uh, an attack roll with Shocking Grasp. And that is a 7 Plus four for 11. Nope. No? Okay. So that doesn't land. Uh, Saito kind of like sidesteps him. Um, and he's going to be like, it's not worth it for you two. And he's going to disappear. And he's going to pull back 30 feet. And now he's inside the room. And unfortunately where he was before is 10 feet away from Havelock. Uh... And so, not within Havelock's range of attack, but Havelock now all of a sudden is, his view is suddenly blocked by this rat-faced guy who just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Um, it is now Marina's turn. All right. Um, she will turn around and use her short bow. Okay. Um, Who's she going to hit? She will try to aim past Otar and hit the rat face guy. Okay, go ahead and roll for an attack. Sixteen plus one, seventeen. Okay, that hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. Two plus one, three. Okay. So as he reappears, she kind of like turns around and almost as if she knew where he was going, draws a, a knocks an arrow and releases it quickly as he bams in and he's struck. Um, he's looking more or less okay. Um, Samuel, it is now time to roll your falling unconscious roll. So go ahead and make just a standard roll on a d20. Eight. Eight. All right. So uh, he is now considered unconscious but if he does awaken he is going to um have a major injury that's going to kind of linger with him and we'll deal with that in a bit if he survives um so but currently right now he's unconscious and pretty much anyone can tell he's just unconscious um actually you know what go ahead and roll on the major injuries table to see if he gets, uh, to see what particular injury he gets. So go ahead and make that roll. Uh, D10? Uh, D10, yes. Nine? A nine? 
Alrighty, so on a nine, we will figure that out whenever we get back from our break. Hey, it's your Dungeon Master, Liv. Just wanted to pop in during this quick break to let you guys know that we release episodes every other week, and you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and several other podcast streaming services. Just look us up at Ones Aren't Fun, and then subscribe. Be sure to leave a like, maybe leave a review, or tell a friend, as it really helps us out here in the beginning. And don't forget, follow us on all the social medias like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Thanks for listening, and now let's get back to the crew and their adventures. All right, so you rolled a nine on the major injuries table, which, oddly enough, is a broken leg. So we're going to kind of retcon what happened, and the final arrow, um, he took an arrow to the knee, as most people would understand that reference, unfortunately. You, my lovely wife, do not... Um, so he takes an arrow to the knee, he has a broken leg. Um, that will take some time to getting used to if he is a survivor. Unfortunately, he is considered unconscious. Um, uh, and he kind of slumps to the ground. Um, with that said, it is now Saito's turn. Um, suddenly this rat-faced man who he was fighting is just vanished before his eyes and... Um, he is now left with Marina standing uh, to his side and an empty hallway with Havelock directly in front of them. All right. He's going to go ahead and run down the hallway. Um, and So essentially because of the way that everyone is standing, the only place he can get into is directly in front of uh, Havelock. Yes. He's okay. going to go ahead and do that, and he's going to s- strike at the at the rat face guy. He's going to jump right into the fray. Okay, cool. Go say, ahead and... You can't get away from me that easy. All right, go ahead and make an attack. 16 plus 6, 22. Totally hits. That's 5 plus 4, 9. Alrighty, so uh, you see him come in and he... Uh, he almost uses uh, Otar as a springboard. Alright, yeah, so he kind of like <laughs> flipped over Otar and um, like does that cool parkour move where he has like, he uses kind of like he, to slide through um, and pushes himself over and does a really cool flip because he's a monk and slams his quarter staff down on... The uh, the arrow that the the shoulder that the arrow kind of lodged itself in to uh, kind of like increase that like the seriousness of the of the uh, arrow itself and he's he's looking he's looking angry now. Seto's, it is now. gonna look around and and notice that now <laughs> there are there are lots of people around. Oh boy, um, did I crash the wrong party? <laughs> and Havelock, it's now Havelock's turn. All right. Um, Havelock's gonna say, uh, well, I'm glad you did. And he's gonna go ahead and do another great axe to the the guy on his left now. He already did the guy on the left, you mean the guy on the right? Yeah, he's okay. on the right. <laughs> uh, six plus two. 
Yeah, so uh, as he comes back around, it being such a wide uh, angle of movement, the guy on his right easily just like steps back and allows it to strike hitting nothing. Um, and is that the end of Havelock's turn? Yep. Alrighty, so next up is the baddies. And so uh, the rat-faced guy, um, seeing uh, that Saito is here, um, is going to uh, kind of disregard the disadvantage that he has. He's going to put his hand out. And a swirl of dark energy is going to come around his hand as he uh, attempts to uh, make a spell attack. And so that is um, uh, six plus um, four, so ten at disadvantage, unfortunately. So it doesn't hit as Saito kind of use, uh, sees it coming and he like pushes his hand down into the ground, um, causing the blast of energy to shoot down. Um, and he's going to like snarl at him um, as he like pulls back and he's just... That's all that he can do. Um, and the uh, the two cross, uh, not cross, uh, bow users are going to look up and see that now this new person is coming. They're going to turn their um, target back uh, on him as uh, they shoot directly in front of them. Uh, that is a 2 plus 2 and a 15 plus 2. Okay, that just meets. Okay, so one of them is going to hit. And so that is four points of damage onto uh, Saito. Alrighty. And the three, the one who is just struck at is going to uh, attack first, just so we know who's attacking. And that is a two plus two. And so as he comes, swings by, he like... Havelock sees him coming in and rears back, ready to attack again, as the other two make their attack on him. And one is a 16 plus 2, and the other one is a 15 plus 2. Yep. Okay. So their damages are uh, 4. Ooh, both max damage. So 4 and 4 cut in half because he's raging, so that is a total of 4 damage. Alrighty. And then... Um, the big guy is still waiting back there, waiting for, for this to all be over. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's all the baddies. It is now Marino's turn. All right. Marina is going to go ahead and... Um, Quicker, she's going to She'll dodge. run in there as well. There is no, the only way she can get in is if she goes in and steps to the immediate left of Havelock. Alright. Okay. So go ahead and do that, and Scimitar, the first, the closest person. Alrighty, so she's going to go ahead and do that. 17 plus 3, dirty 20. Totally hits. 3 plus 1, 4. Alrighty, so she comes in, and as she side, uh, she steps in, avoiding um, the... Uh, even the, the reach of the the um, the guy to the right um, because she's nimble enough to step by and under a havelock she goes in and slices at the person in front of um, them in diagonal from havelock and uh, slices up his chest and he is 
Uh, he's looking real hurt from that. Um, Samuel, unconscious, just kind of sitting there. Um, it is now Saito's turn. What is he going to do? He's gonna um, attack with his staff again. Okay. Um, the rat face guy. Okay. That is a natural 20. Awesome. Go ahead and give me that doubled up attack. Three plus three. And then. Plus four. Are you not going to roll twice or do you want to just do the double up the attack? Oh. I'll roll again. So seven. Three and seven. So ten. And then plus four. Fourteen. So fourteen. All right. So as Saito um, pulls back around and he he has the guy pinned down for a moment, he sees his uh, moment and he. Pulls up his hand, spins his um, quarter staff around, and slams it right onto his back as the guy um, like lets out a, a gasp <laughs> and he falls face first onto the ground. Um, and uh, Saito is kind of like he's he's excited. You can he can see kind of like that he's uh, excited about everything that's going on. He's ready to keep keep on fighting, even though he's kind of. Uh, uh, hurt in general. Havelock, it is your turn. Alright, he's gonna great axe the guy next to him. Alrighty, going for that same guy that he missed? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, that's a three plus two. Alrighty, so yeah, same same deal. It's it's just great axe is just so big, it's it's kind of uh telling par- uh telegraphing where his strike is gonna be and this guy seems kind of knowledgeable about fighting styles, uh and so he dodges out of the way again. Um, it is now the baddie's turn. Um, the uh, the big guy in the back sees um, the rat-faced guy goes down. He's like, you're going to make me get involved in this, and you don't want that. Um, and then the short bow users are going to, again, make an attack at... Um, one is going to aim for Saito, and the other one is going to aim for Marina. Alrighty, so the one aiming for uh, Marina is a 15 plus 2, so 7, yep. or 17. So that's going to be uh, 3 points of damage. And, oh, uh, the other one, ooh, I just lost the number. Let me roll again. That's a natural 1. You lucked out because I picked up my dice like an idiot. And so the one aiming for Saito is going to... Um, pull the bow back, but for some reason he pulls it back in a kind of strange way, and as he does, the bowstring snaps off the bow entirely and smacks him in his face and ends his turn. Um, but that guy's bow is useless. Um, and so uh, next up are the three baddies who are being attacked, or... Uh, the first one is going to be the one who who was just attacked by Havelock, and that is a <sighs> fuck. <laughs> so this guy he comes down and Havelock sees it coming, and this time um, pushes the the sword into his face as that that momentum uh, does two points of just bludgeoning damage as he just cannot control Havelock's strength and. He rolled a one, so he takes two points of damage uh, from that. And the other one who was attacked by uh, Marina is going to attack her back. And that is a two plus two, so it doesn't even hit as he kind of like has to shift himself away um, now that he's been 
cut. He's he's trying to reevaluate the situation. And finally, the last one who's going to attack uh, Havelock once more gets a three plus two. And so now Havelock's starting to feel, get into the groove and um, see what's going on. Uh, and so he's able to dodge out of the way. It is now Marina's turn. All right, Marina's going to slash with that scimitar again. Go ahead and make that attack. 14 plus 3, 17. Totally hits. 1 plus 1, 2. Alrighty, so she goes ahead and uh, slices at him. And this guy uh, was not as hardy as he looked, and he falls unconscious to the ground with that strike. Um... Alrighty, uh, so that leaves just a couple people in the arena left, essentially. Um, it is now Saito's turn. Alright, he's going to quarter staff the next person closest to him. So that would well, be the... let's see, yeah. That would actually be the guy whose uh, bowstring just snapped. So um, okay. he'll have to take a step forward, basically getting into... Stepping on top of the rat face guy, um, but the rat face guy's unconscious, so he doesn't really care. Okay, so, um, but he's, can he go and get in range with the guy that's bowstring didn't snap? Yeah, he can easily, like, step over and then go diagonal. And okay, so he can stay he's gonna do him. that. Alright, so now he's in range of both of them, um, but he's gonna attack the guy with the bowstring who just snapped. That didn't snap. That didn't snap? He's going to yeah. attack the one behind him? If he can. Sure, yeah. That's 11 plus 6, 17. Totally hits. That's 7 plus 4. Okay. So yeah, so this time he comes 11. up and uh, he, as he steps by, he sees the guy whose bowstring just snapped and he kind of looks worried and he, he feels a little bit sorry for him, so he's about to strike for him and then he switches over at the last second and unsuspectingly the guy whose bowstring didn't um snap turns and all of a sudden just sees a quarter staff coming right for him and gets hit in the face and uh falls over unconscious um these guys you're you're starting to learn are not as hardy as they appeared to be um and so that is another one down uh it is now Havelock's turn Alright, he's going to get his great axe and try it again. Okay. Same guy he's been trying to hit. 8 plus 2, 10. Does not hit, unfortunately. Um, so it seems like in this back and forth, this this guy is just... he's He knows Havelock's way of fighting. It is the baddie's turn, and we're going to start with the one who just tried to... Um, that Havelock tried to attack. And... Again, uh, Havelock, as he, like, tries to come, uh, as he tries to attack at Havelock, Havelock just easily catches his, uh, blade, and this time, even harder, just slams his, uh, uh, fist into his face. You can hear, like, a slight, like, and a snap, and, um, as he stumbles backwards, and you can see blood starting to come from his nose, black eyes forming, um, as Havelock, in his, like, rage, just kind of, like, broke his nose, um... And the guy is looking really rough now. Um, the one who is directly next to him is going to make uh, an attack at um, Havelock as well. That is a 6 plus 2, so it's definitely not going to hit. As Just Havelock is in this kind of like 
sage battle mode where he understands what he's doing, but he is exceedingly like pumping full of rage right now. Um, the uh, the guy who just broke his crossbow doesn't know what to do, so he doesn't do anything. And the oh yeah, actually that leaves just the big guy who is like, my men can't do anything right. And he starts, he, he moves forward and gets into melee with Saito um, and uh, leers over him and just uh, just gets ready as he pulls out two swords and he is ready for, uh, for a fight. Um, it is Marina's turn. So right. just for sake of like location, Marina uh, is 10 feet away from the guy who has not taken any damage but has been trying to hit um, Havelock. He, she, then next to him is the guy who just had his nose broken. Pavlok is diagonal from her. Um, Saito is 10 feet from her. And then even further from that, five feet from, five feet from that is the big boss guy. And as she's looking around in the very far back of the room where behind where the big guy was standing is what appears to be this very large, um, uh, orange skinned, uh, snail with a black, uh, smaller snail kind of like roaming around the snail. Um, both of them with horns that kind of curl up and around their heads. Um, and the, uh, and as she listens for that moment, she hears kind of like a, and then a, and as like multiple voices come from this larger snail. Um, it doesn't make any, sense to you unless you speak infernal um but i don't think marina does no okay so marina just hears a bunch of these voices um but yeah so that is a situation that we're that we find ourselves in all right um marina she sees those horns and they kind of reminder of someone yeah definitely instantly she knows that this is what she's looking for um and so what is she gonna do she's gonna make a break for them she's gonna she's gonna run over to them okay cool um so as she makes a break for um she's is she gonna just make a direct beeline there um she's gonna try to stay out of combat like she only has 30 feet of... If she if she makes a beeline to them, she can get there and have five feet left. If she goes wide, she's going to have to use her action to get all the way there. Okay, she's, uh, she's going to have to go wide um, and use an action to dash. Alrighty, so she goes ahead and she sees the objective, knows what she has to do. She goes wide and she gets to the, to the snail. Can't do anything, unfortunately, but she's, that's where she's at. And uh, the big guy kind of looks and back she, and he, he snarls at him and goes, that's mine. And uh, that's the end of uh, Marina's turn. She says, um, I don't think so. And she looks at the little snail and goes, hi, little guys. Let's get you home, okay? There's no reaction. <laughs> um, it is Saito's turn. What is he going to do? Uh, Saito's going to say uh he's gonna go for the one that hasn't taken any damage 
Okay. Uh, so there's the one that had his bowstring broken. He hasn't taken any damage. The one that's fighting Havelock that hasn't taken any damage. And uh, he has because he's got his nose broken. No, there's two that are fighting Havelock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he'll go for the one that hasn't taken any damage from Havelock. Okay, again, which one? The bowstring one? Not the bowstring one. The so other he's one. just going to leave that guy? Okay, cool. So he's going to step across, and as he does, the guy who just broke his bowstring kind of snaps back into reality, and he's going to throw a punch at um, Sido. Okay. That is a 19 plus one. All right. So it still hits. Um, and that is going to be two points of damage. All right. He's okay. Quarter staff hit. Eight plus six, 14. Totally hits. Okay. That is six plus four, 10. Okay, so as he comes down, the guy, like, he hits him right in the throat and he goes, <gasps> and he, like, kind of almost passes out from the pain, but he is still up. Um, and so that is Sido's turn. It is now Havelock's turn. Havelock's gonna, um, great axe again. All right, he's gonna go for the one he's been missing? Yep, he's gonna okay. go for the one that he's been missing. <laughs> That's a four plus two. All right, so he misses again. This guy just, he can't seem to hit uh, this guy who he's been trying to hit the whole time. Um, it is now the baddie's turn. The guy who just got hit in the throat is going to immediately respond by uh, attacking Saito with his sword. And that is a 16 plus two. Yes. All righty. And that is a one point of damage. Is he still up? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I thought I made this hard enough for you. I should have added another random person. Um, alrighty, so next up, uh, the big guy is going to turn around to Marina. Of course, he has a thing that he doesn't want to lose. So he's going to make a beeline over to her. And with a big strike from his sword, is going to slice down at her. And that is an 11 plus 4. Yes. For 15, it hits. All right, so that is, oh, my God, three points of damage. Is she still up? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and finally, the baddie that has been going back and forth with Havelock is going to make a strike, and that is a 14 plus 2, so 16. Yes. All right, and so that one is going to do four points cut in half, so two. Are you all still up? Yes. Okay. Um, it is now Marina's turn. What does she do? Uh, gosh. Let me get to her. Marina is going to... What is she going to do? Come she's going to... She's going to say, Sido, catch. She's going to throw those. Okay, so she grabs and she throws. Go ahead and make, uh... Two dexterity checks, one for Saito and one for, um, do a athletics check for Marina to throw it. And, uh, I'll say you can choose athletics or acrobatics for Saito to catch it. Okay. So go ahead and do Marina first. <laughs> Two. So three minus one. Okay. Uh, so she tries to pick up the snail, but he's 
just too heavy and kind of slimy. And so he just like, as she throws it, it just lands right in the arms of the big guy. And he's just like, thanks. And Saito's kind of looking like confused as to what, what Marino was talking about. Um, so that is, that's Marino's turn. It is Saito's turn. All right. Um, Saito's going to go ahead and he's going to smack the guy that Otar has been trying to Okay, go ahead and, and attack him. Hit. 18 plus 6, 24. Totally hits. 7 plus 4, 11. 11, yeah. So easily enough, this time he gets a better, like, torque on his um, quarterstaff, and he comes down and he smacks the guy in the neck, and he passes out. Saito's going to say, stop messing around, Havelock. Come on. We need you. Okay, and it is now Havelock's turn as... Uh, Havelock, uh, looks around now. There's only the, um, the big guy and the last person, the last, like, minion. Um, Havelock's gonna say, why are you, that was, that guy was mine. Okay. Fine, I'll take yours. Okay. And he's gonna attack the other guy with the bowstring. 16 plus 2 it. Easily enough, he comes <laughs> around and he slices him. Don't even roll. He's dead. Like, he had one hit point left. So, he comes down and he just, like, uh, he comes back around and he cuts that guy's head off. And the blood spurts on, on Havelock's face and kind of, like, revels in it for a moment. Um, and uh, it is now... Uh, so, yeah, now it's the, the big guy's turn, seeing as there's no one else left alive. Um, and he's going to be like... Thanks for my treasure, but I can't let you get out of here. And so he's going to uh, attack at her um, with his one sword. That is 11 plus 4, so 14. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's Just going to... That is... Oh my gosh, what? Two points of damage. She's got, got it. She's down? down. Okay, so um, that is his turn. It is now immediately Marina's turn, so she is going to have to roll on that. 18. 18. Okay, so she um, is going to have a minor injury, but she is unconscious and stable. Okay. Okay. Um, it is now Saito's turn. What is he doing? He's going to quarter staff. Okay, so he moves up. Goes ahead, go ahead and make that attack. <sighs> 10. Alrighty, so the guy kind of senses behind him, and he, like, moves out of the way as he puts the, the snail down and, um, at the same time picks up his, his sword. Um, it is now Havelock's turn. He's gonna great axe him. Okay, go ahead and make an attack. Four. Two plus two. You need to get rid of that dice. I, I want to beat you, but I don't want a full TPK here, babe. Alrighty, uh, it's the bad guy's turn. Seeing that she's down, he's going to be like, no. And he's going to go for a kind of coup de gras and attack at her. Since she's on the ground and it's melee, it's at advantage. If he hits, it's automatically critical um, because she's unconscious. That is uh, 14 plus 4, so 18. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, so since she's unconscious, 
she's going to immediately like unfortunately there is no way to do that so she's gonna unstabilize and she has two failed death saves and she'll have to start rolling death saves at that point on her next turn oh and because now he has the second sword and he wants to attack again he's going to uh he has her stabbing he's gonna like pull out he's gonna turn around he's gonna slice at um saito That's a natural 20. And so uh, that is. Uh, two, three, so six points of damage. Is he down? Yeah. All right, so on Saito's next turn, he'll have to uh, make that roll. Marina, make that death saving throw. 18. 18. So she is one save. Um, it is now Saito's turn. He needs to make that roll. Thirteen. Thirteen. He will have a major injury when he wakes up. We'll go ahead and roll that later if you guys get out of this. It is now Havelock's turn. One-on-one against this big guy. Great axe. Go ahead and make that slice. Sixteen. Okay, hits. Six plus two, eight. Eight. All right. So he comes down and he slashes into the guy and there's a massive gash in his side and the guy, you hear him go, um, Saito, you're unconscious. So skip your turn. Um, or no, it's uh, the baddie's turn, unfortunately. So now it's the baddie's turn. He is going to go ahead and roll two plus four, so six. He is that... That cut to his side, like, is really affecting him more than he thought it would. And he goes ahead and makes his first attack and misses wildly. Um, eight plus four, that is twelve? Uh, nope. No? All right. So, again, it's still just, it's affecting him a lot more than he thought. And it slices over him. Uh, it is now Marina's turn to make that death saving throw. Nope, she's dead. Five. All righty. So, as, um, as she kind of lays there, that... that Stab wound has been bleeding, and Marina doesn't make it. She dies. And somewhere in the world, um, her sister knows. Doesn't say anything, but she knows. Um, Saito is unconscious. It's Havelock's turn. Red axe. Okay. All right, so he misses. Um, it is now the big guy's turn. That is 10 plus 4, 14. Two. Uh, cut in half one. Is he still up? Yep. Okay, uh, it is Havelock's turn. Alright. Great axe. 14 plus 2, 16. Hits. Ten plus two. Twelve. All right. Um, so he uh, he cut he uh, Havelock comes in and again he just as hard as he can slices into him. Uh, his body pumping with rage. Uh, he's even angrier now as he's as 
at some part of him, just like he's the only one up. He's the only one who he has to make it out of here. He has to be better than his father. And so, uh. He actually kind of liked Sido a little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was impressed by this tiny little guy's ability to knock people out. And, um. And so he's, you know, he's in it to win it now. Um. It is now the bad guy's turn again. Nine plus four, which is 13. Just makes it. Okay. I'm getting rid of these dice. Uh, another one damage. Is he still up? Yep. Uh, it's Havelock's turn. Hey. Havelock. Let's do it. 13 plus 2, 15. Just hits. One plus two, three. Not enough as he comes down and in the same spot, he's just like hacking into this guy. Um, I will say though that with this hit, like you see uh, the big guy's arm just kind of go limp as he's hacking into his shoulder. It, it's finally like cut through his entire shoulder blade and he just can't pick up that arm anymore. Um, and he is looking, he's looking bad, um, but it's his turn. And so he's going to, Attack, and that is a 15 on the dice, plus 4, 19. All right, if this happens again, I'm going to get rid of him. Oh, it doesn't matter. He only has one hit point. Really? He only had the one hit point left? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, you can still roll to see if you get that nat 20 um, and see if he pops back up. Nine. Nine. All right, so they're all unconscious. Um... And the big guy is 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 there, and uh... Man, so close, <laughs> so close. Fuck. Um, yeah. So Marin is dead. Saito's unconscious. Havelock's unconscious. As that guy is standing there, um, he kind of like takes a couple steps and he passes out. And um, I'll tell you what. Go ahead and give <laughs> me a. Roll for Samuel, Sido, and Havelock to see if they wake up before anyone else. And I'll go ahead and roll for everyone else. Samuel, eight. So what you're trying to beat is a ten. If they roll above a ten on just a regular d20 roll... Actually, we'll do a constitution saving throw to see if they can wake up from being unconscious. So um, we'll go in order. So Sido, go ahead. He's first. What is his constitution saving throw? That was an eight plus. Plus one. So nine. So he is definitely not going to wake up. Go ahead and do one for um, Havelock. Eighteen plus six. Okay, yeah, he's definitely gonna he's gonna wake up um pretty soon here. And what about Samuel? Eighteen plus one. Okay, so 
Samuel and Havelock, uh, after a little while, um, oh, uh, he rolled a nine for his thing, right? Who? Uh, Havelock. Havelock rolled a nine on his uh, roll, correct? No, he rolled an 18. Not to, not to wake up, but on a, just his falling unconscious throw was a nine? Yes. Yes? Okay. So he's going to have a major injury whenever he wakes up. Um, so for um, Samuel and Havelock, after a while, um, Havelock wakes up. Go ahead and give me uh, a D10 roll since he had a major injury. All right, so. All right, so as um, Havelock wakes up, he can just feel in his um, in his arm that as he went down, he really badly injured his uh, his pri- his his uh, his arm that he you know kind of uses his great axe with, and it uh, he has a fractured uh, tibia. No. Oh yeah, so that's his. Oh, sorry, ulna. I <laughs> read that one wrong. Fractured is ulna. And um, uh, so for the next, go ahead and give me a roll on the dice for a 1d12. Five. All right, so for five days, is, uh, you will not be able to um, add your proficiency bonus to your attacks. And uh, unless you can find someone who can uh, fix that up for you. Um... As he kind of comes to slowly, uh, he looks around and everyone else is still unconscious. Um, but outside the door, he hears kind of like a, oh, jeez. And uh, he hears uh, Samuel outside. Um, and so the two are, are both, they're alive, you know, everyone else is just unconscious. So looking around, everyone is down still. Um, these are the first two to wake up after you don't know how long. Um, what do you guys do? And uh, we'll just say you guys are both at one hit point each. Um, he's going to look to see if the big bad guy is still alive. Alright, so he gets up and he walks over to the big bad guy. And he can easily tell that that guy is unconscious. He's breathing slowly. Um, if he doesn't get medical attention he'll eventually wake up but he is definitely going to be hurt he's probably going to lose his arm if he doesn't seek medical attention all right uh and marina is definitely dead marina's dead uh her body's on the ground laying there Saito's unconscious but he it doesn't look like he's going to be waking up anytime soon all right so Havelock's gonna go ahead and uh he's gonna grab the the snails and he's gonna then try to pick up Saito as well okay go ahead and give me a strength check an athletics check at disadvantage Seventeen plus two, nineteen. Yeah, after uh, and seven plus two, nine. Okay, um, so yeah, it, it's it's a little bit of a struggle, and um, after a while, he realizes he 
you can't pick him up, but he can drag him. So he has his, you know, in, in his, in the arm with the fractured uh, ulna, he's carrying the snails and that's hurting him a lot as is. Um, but he's kind of dragging Saito along um, as, and as he exits the door, um, Samuel's there and he's like, he's holding his leg. He can't get up. You know, he's, he's going to have to find some way to, to, um, to like, uh, have like a crutch or something, you know, to help him carry himself out. Um, and he looks up at, at Havelock and, and, you know, what is he going to do? Havelock's going to say, I, uh, I know you're a Marine or ex-Marine or something. So you, uh, might be coming after me sometime soon since I'm, gonna be a pretty famous pirate here soon, uh, but, uh, you fought well, so I'm gonna let you live. Um, so, stay well, and, uh, better luck next time with, you know, winning the fight and all. I'm gonna take these snails, and I'm gonna Go get me that devil fruit now. Alright. I'll see you later then. And he just leaves him there? He just leaves him there and takes Saito with him. Okay. Samuel, he's... He's angry, but, I mean, what can you do? He... He passed out. He lost. He's gonna... Takes his quarterstaff and, you know, it's going to take him a while, but... Does Samuel have a quarterstaff? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. He's going to use it as a crutch and he's going to... He's going to get out of there one way or another. All right. Uh, so, the three of them, you know, head on out of there. Um, Havelock, essentially just keeping pace with... Um, Saito, because one, he's kind of, he's care he's dragging, uh, sorry, he's, yeah, he's keeping pace with Samuel, he's essentially dragging uh, Saito, so he can't really go too fast, and after a while, he does find the strength to kind of lift him up onto his shoulder as he starts feeling a little bit better, gaining his strength back, um, and Samuel, the same, you know, he, um, he eventually catches up, and, uh, he, uh, as they're as they're walking, they uh, are you guys gonna are they are you gonna take a short break or are they just gonna head right back into town? They're just gonna head right back into town. All right. So as uh, as the three of them are walking, um, you know, they head back into town. They find the the same entrances where the now it's a new set of guards that Samuel notices. It's different sets, um, but the two guards um, as the three of them come walking in, or as the two of them come walking in. Saito unconscious on his shoulder um they turn and they come running up and what happened what where where are you guys coming from what's going on who did this to you nothing to worry about just a scuffle with some bandits is that Havelock saying that yeah okay um what does Samuel say Samuel just kind of smoldering keeps his mouth shut 
Okay. And um, well, and so they see the snail, and they're like, well, where did, where did you get that? That Where did you get that? This here is none of your business. Go back to guarding. Maybe if you guys had done a little better job with these bandits. Make a in. persuasion check at... Just make a persuasion check with uh, Havlock. Sixteen plus three, nineteen. All right. So the guys seeing like how beat up they these you know two guys are with an unconscious guy, kind of like pull back. They go, you know what? Not our problem. Happened outside the city. Okay, cool, fine. Yeah, we'll we'll let you on by. Um, and they they head on over to. Uh, it is now getting towards the end of the day. I mean, this was like walking over there, walking back, that entire fight um, is pretty late in the day, um, probably around 9 o'clock. It's dark out. Um, there are some Marines patrolling, but, you know, they come in, they're walking very slowly, calmly. Where are they headed? Uh, so, they're going to be headed back to the... Uh sloth okay uh so they go ahead and, and head on over there at this point the sloth has kind of taken on a different type of feel to it as they um reach there's some laughter and joking around and everyone is definitely like having this good time on the inside as they push the door open everything falls silent and um uh everyone is kind of like what happened here like they all want to know what is going on um and in the uh the corner of the room uh you uh talia and um um lex are sitting in the back having a little chit chat and as you, as Havelock and, and um, Samuel enter the room, they see a completely different, like, more awake, more energized uh, Lex who comes running over and she goes, oh my god, you boys look like you went through the ringer. I'm so... And she stops and she goes, where's... Where's the little one? The, 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 the girl, did you... Havelock, what, what happened? Yeah, well... Sometimes things don't go as planned. Havelock, you said you would... Havelock, you said she would be okay. I didn't promise anything. Havelock... She decided to come with us. It's her decision. She was a little girl, Havelock. Should have done a better job. Sorry. I barely made it myself. And you see Lex get real misty-eyed and just kind of walk away from you. Um, Lex. She doesn't respond. She just kind of walks behind her, her counter and you see her, like, fiddling with, with uh, you hear some rustling of papers and things and you see her, her um, behind the counter doing something. Um, and Talia stands up and she goes... I don't need that snail. 
without any regard for you know what happened with um with Marina and um she goes come on guys let's get the party going again it's it's gonna be a good night and so that everyone starts kind of like uh getting back into the to the swing of things uh, there's a couple people off in the cor- off in another corner who start playing music again, and even though it's kind of a slow return, everyone gets back into the party. And with that sad moment, um, we're gonna end the session. And when we come back uh, again, we'll find out what happens and who. Yena is going to officially start playing um, after some discussion outside of the game. Um, but don't forget, guys, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, where we'll have uh, brand new information on everything that's going on. We'll have posts on Instagram about house rules and how they all work um, and what's going on. Uh, so be sure to follow us on there. Like us. Leave a review. It really helps the show out at the beginning. I cannot wait for more of you guys to be a part of this. And thank you so much for listening.